Hi everyone, uh, this is episode 45. Uh, I'm happy to be back after a three-month break. Uh, my last episode was on July 11th. I took a break from social media, from online, everything, and uh, it was a really good break, to be honest. Um, never felt better. I uh, just got back recently to Twitter mainly, um, and uh, it's the, the reason I love Twitter is that uh, most of the people's that I follow, they are uh, posting really great content, and I love that, so um, that's why I'm back mostly there. LinkedIn feels like the new Facebook. Uh, posts that I see in there um, resemble a Facebook sort of quotes and uh, people posting personal stuff, and I don't know, I'm, I'm really not, I don't want to see that on LinkedIn or, or Facebook, I guess. Um, so, yeah, um, but that's probably I made a lot of uh, new contacts on uh, LinkedIn, and that was sort of a deliberate choice, just wanted to uh, increase my network and then share my blog posts and notes about ClarityTask and see if that makes a dent in my sort of outreach. Um, I haven't done it much. Uh, it feels like a lot of work, which I probably should be doing, but um, I just can't seem to have the time right now. Uh, with client work on one side and kids starting back school and my time being limited, it's really um, <laughs> a handful of things I can do during a single day. And, you know, I just don't have the sort of mental space to do all these different things. And that's sort of the difficulty of running a um, a SaaS product on your own, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that was my summer. Uh, took a went on vacation with uh, my family, which was good. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm super happy to have kids back at school, so I have the, you know, the days uh, pretty free until they come back. Um, and uh, yeah, so my, my week is mostly filled with uh, these two big clients that I have. One is a film festival on their sort of 20th um, anniversary coming up next year. Did uh, their website, a lot of sort of uh, back-end back office stuff for them and we're working on an e-commerce for them selling uh you know accessories for their festival tickets etc so i'm doing that i'll be doing that for the remainder of year i guess and then i have another client uh who's a, a local postal delivery service like a private postal delivery service um and that's going well as well so that's that's what i've been doing and also i started uh cleaning up clarity task and uh, it has gotten bloated over the last two years. And the biggest sort of, uh, not a mistake, but sort of the biggest bloated thing that happened to it was during, uh, in the beginning of uh, the pandemic, which was around March, I um, introduced the Scrum feature because two clients asked for it and they converted, which was more driven by me trying to uh, get a new, new client. So I got two uh, from that sort of upgrade. But it sort of um, made the code unmaintainable, and um, it was um, yeah. So uh, I just hate that that little feature because only one client uses it now. The other client hasn't dropped, but they're using the sort of list uh, approach to ClarityTask, which what ClarityTask is basically. So with that in mind, I'm cleaning up a lot of code, even going before the Scrum feature. Just want to get rid of a lot of the stuff that has, you know, been added to ClarityTask, clean up even the database a bit and some of the notifications that people get and some of the history that I keep, which is, isn't necessary 
people don't really care, you know, about that much detail in their tasks. They just want to know the main things. And um, yeah, so the idea is the design to be upgraded because Claritas doesn't look as great on bigger screens. And I noticed that when I jumped on a, um, when I purchased a BenQ sort of 24 inch, almost retina display. And I noticed that Claritas on big screens doesn't look that great. I designed it, I built it on a MacBook Pro 13 inch. And then I had that mishap with, uh, you know, spilling coffee on my laptop, which now I use sort of a as a desktop because the keyboard is burned, battery is shot, and uh, I just hooked up a keyboard and a monitor, external monitor to it. So I used it as desktop. And when I noticed how Claritask looked, I was like, oh, my God, I wonder how many, you know, why not that many people convert it. So what I'm doing is I'm improving the design on big screens, uh, not changing much on smaller screens, just making it a little bit more adaptive, responsive, I guess, in a way, and just making it faster because there's a lot of code that gets uh, uh, rendered in the back when somebody refreshes certain screens, and it's not really a noticeable delay. It's just things that shouldn't be happening. So uh, I want to clean it up. Um, I want to relaunch it in a way um, on uh, on February, which will be the two-year anniversary, and probably go on product hunt at that time. And um, it will take me about 100 hours, I guess, to clean up. And I've done, you know, probably about 20 hours so far. And with client work and such, I usually have like an hour a day to tense something in Claritask. And... Um, yeah, so that's how long it will take me. And uh, I've increased the prices, I think yesterday, to $100 per month starting for the first 50 people. I really honestly would love to get it up to 250 per month um, uh, for the first 50 people. That's that's a value I think it has. Uh, it's not based on any research that I've done. Um, it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. Uh, it's something that uh, makes me feel worth my time to support somebody at that price point and also if that works out then it could get me faster to my goal so 5 10k mrr um how i will do that technically speaking i have no idea honestly uh, uh one good thing that happened in the past weeks or so i got a recognition from software advice uh and they've placed claritask way up top to the top right of their sort of um, um, a chart of uh, front runners in 2020 best task management apps. And initially when I got an email from them, I ignored it. I thought it was, I thought it was one of those things where, you know, you have to pay um, to get a certificate and blah, blah, blah. So I just kept the email. And then they wrote me a bank back a few days later saying, hey, Val, you know, uh, we just wrote you a few days ago. I think this is a good thing for you guys. If you want help with promoting it in any way, there's nothing, you know, no no strings attached or anything. Just make sure you look at it, how we did it and why we did it. So I did take a look at it. And apparently what they did is they went around it, you know, they searched, I guess, they researched all the newest products and some of the older ones and then just uh, looked at the user feedback. And I have a really high rating on Captera, which is uh, solely from... Claritask users that I've asked to leave a comment after they've used Claritask for some time. And it's five-star um, across the board. So they took that. Um, and I'm not sure if there's any other comments around the Internet, but uh, they took other ones, other uh, sort of startups in the list. And there's some big-name ones but that have millions in, in backing. You can find about this, um, this recognition on Claritask blog. It's the latest post. 
um, about software advice. So what I'm doing with that, I want to do some PR with it. I haven't really done it. I think I did some uh, delivered PR back in the day about something else. And basically, I'm hiring a professional to write a press release about this recognition. And then I uh, will be paying a sort of wire uh, service to distribute it to major media in the United States. And then hopefully somebody picks up the news and then writes something about it. And the return on it is not really measurable right away or doesn't bring any clients. This is my previous experience. But it's good to have something setting if some big outlet like Wall Street Journal or even smaller ones pick it up and it just sits there on on Google search when somebody researched the company and they want, they want to be a, um, a client. So I want to go that route. And ideally, I would like to run about four press releases a year, uh, maybe one each quarter. And they don't come cheap. So the one service I'll be using is Business Wire. And their most basic sort of channel costs about 760 So that's one distribution. And it's nothing guaranteed about it. So they just distribute it to their network of... Um, of journalists, and um, they will uh, hopefully somebody will pick it up, even if it's a smaller outlet somewhere like in the middle of America. That's totally fine too. It doesn't have to be like a coastal, big sort of you know LA Times or anything like that, which would be amazing also. But you know, I'm not counting on it. Uh, so in total, I think it's costing you about eight sixty. Uh, and I wrote some bit of uh, the PR, at least the angle of it. Um, and I hired a PR professional just to go over it and, you know, write it in the format and tone that these outlets might um, uh, pick it up. So that's the idea. I started doing some SEO in September, uh, which was really good. Um, it increased the visits to the website uh, and some uh, registrations, no conversions. But it's, it, it was very hard for me to sort of write... Um, uh, with a deliberate sort of keyword in mind, um, which, you know, I, I guess that's a hard part of, about it. But I think I'll, I'll keep doing it, not as scheduled maybe, but I'll try doing it more um, and uh, distribute more content via the Claritas blog. So, yeah, uh, I want to keep it simple. Um, I want to continue doing some client work and um, uh, clean up Claritask, like I said, we launched it sometimes in February 2000, uh, 2021, yes, so 2020 will be over sometime soon, and uh, yeah, I know I've also been searching new ideas as I'm cleaning up Claritask, because the idea behind Claritask is just to clean it up, uh, do some SEO, do some promotion, PR potentially, and then just uh, let it ride for a while, um, I don't really have... Um, uh, you know, I don't have any of those plans to give myself a deadline or anything like that. I enjoy working on it. I enjoy serving clients with it. People that are using it are enjoying it. There are about 130 uh, users per day actives, which is not that bad for an indie sort of uh, solo founder uh, outlet. And uh, I'm keeping my eye open for other ideas, uh, something that pops up in my radar. Uh, two ideas that I sort of... Um, um, tested, not tested, I can't say tested, just sort of wrote emails to some people. And I was looking at booking software uh, and trying to find a niche for that. Uh, there's some big players in the uh, in the game. Uh, Skeda, I think, is a big one and some other ones. And I wrote some people and they seem to be happy about their booking software. So there wasn't, I don't think, any room for a new software. Maybe there's room for like a niche sort of area where be booking for dentists or whatever. Uh, 
Uh, and then another idea I got, I don't know how I got this idea. I was uh, searching tailors, like custom sort of tailor-made clothing. And uh, there's a bunch of, uh, of them in New York especially. But what I found, they're like um, usually like a, a single uh, one person or two running them. And uh, I feel like it's a dying sort of profession where you know, a person goes to have a tailor-made suit. And when I say dying profession, it's not growing. So there's probably tailors like every year. There's maybe like new custom tailors, you know, popping up here and there. But it's not something that's growing by, by you know, by thousands or hundreds per year where they need like something to um, automate their business. So I was looking to make a software for them and, uh, you know, where they can keep their measurements. It, it could probably be an app where they, you know, they type it, they sort of touch things on an iPad and, they you know, they can sort of um, uh, track their their deadlines, etc. But if it's a, a shop run by one person, uh, they're probably not going to have that much work. They're going to probably have maybe 10 suits at one time, and they probably can do that all in a notebook. So it's not a team. And I wrote a bunch of emails, maybe about 50 emails to these outlets, and I got zero replies. And for the other booking software, I got like a bunch of replies, maybe 10% of uh, people that I wrote. So I wrote about 100 maybe. I got 10 emails back saying, oh, yeah, we use this and this, and it's incredible because it has invoicing and yada, yada, yada. So I felt like, ah, it's not something I can do. And also, I have to, you know, I don't have that much time these days, you know, like with client work on one side to keep the lights on and, you know, paying my kids school and all the life living expenses that I had without, you know, taking into consideration any savings for later on. It's just my time is really limited. So if I have to work on a new idea besides Claritask, it has to be like really validated and I have to really pre-sell a considerable amount of tickets of seats of users to really say, hey, this is something that is really needed. It's going to make me like 5K MRR and I can, you know, really double down two weeks straight to get the V1 out because I have a bunch of things ready on my, on on Claritas so I can pretty much copy paste, you know, at least the registration user uh, management, etc. So, um, that's where I'm at and, uh, yeah, happy to be back. Uh, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.